You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in mm-hmm. to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Matt Hayes, Brandon, din, 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 din. Yep. and we're bringing on a boss today, Beam. We really so are. We had to run this intro. Our guy, Patrick Murphy from Bucknuts.com, lover of the Lakers, lover of Man U. Do I have that correct? And the, and the crew. And the crew. Lover of all things that we love here, so he's always a welcome guest. Pat, what's going on, man? Not much. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. We're good. So, look, I think we got to start with kind of the elephant in the room before we get to the X and O stuff. And I just uh, want to hear your take on Urban sit down with some of the guys that cover uh, this team with you on a daily basis. But just your overall reaction to some of the stuff, uh, Pat, that did come out uh, from Urban sit down with those guys. It's interesting, right? I mean, he says on Monday that, you know, he's fine, um, didn't really want to go into detail. And, uh, you know, with with everyone in the room and then has this sit down Tuesday, um, you know, kind of early afternoon, late morning, I guess. And it goes into a little more detail. And from, you know, listening to uh, to both Austin and Doug, I heard on your guys station yesterday and talking to them at interviews. It sounded like he really wanted to, to kind of clear the air on what's going on with his health without going into too much detail on how it's affecting him. So we're still kind of at a interesting place, I think, because while he says, you know, he wants to coach in 2019 and he believes his health um, isn't really that much worse, you know, it, it does appear worse. I think there's a reason this all came up. I think we've all seen him on the sideline looking a bit more, I guess, anguished would be the word. Um, but he claims to be fine that, you know, they're managing these these headaches and whatnot. But I think now that this is out, now that we know that it's an issue, you know, it's it's not going to go go away. People are going to continue to talk about it every time he you know touches his head or you know winces in pain, anything like that. I think we're going to hear about it. Um, you know, I do think it was good to kind of get in front of this in terms of a recruiting perspective because obviously guys you know want to play for Urban Meyer. So um, you know, I think saying that he plans on being here next year is is a positive step. Now, I think recruits know across the country and, and Buckeye fans as well that. That's, you know, your word is only as good as what you do at the end of the day, and I think they'll probably have to reevaluate some things at the end of the season. But I think it's all very interesting. Um, you know, I've I've heard a lot of speculation about maybe this is his way to get out of, of Ohio State if he's unhappy with how things went with the Zach Smith stuff. And, and I don't buy that. You know, I, I think he had legitimate health concerns when he was at Florida and probably didn't want things to end that way down there. And I don't think that just because there's another health concern in someone's life that he's looking to get out at Ohio State. But I guess we'll see. Um, you know, we've got four more games for sure in the regular season and, and at least a bowl game. So after that, they'll have to make some decisions. But I would, if I had to guess, I'd say Urban Meyer's your coach again next year. Pat, we all know, um, you know, we're all familiar with everything that goes on inside of Ohio State. Um, and, you know, it's just it's kind of fascinating to me that, you know, you had a basketball coach here in Thad Mata who for years, uh, you know, you started to see this kind of slow decline in his health and uh, that disability that really took its toll on him. You know, he wasn't able to get 
uh, ingratiated, wasn't able to do as much in practice as he wanted to. Um, you know, that really took a toll on him. And now you look at this health situation with Urban Meyer. Um, it seems to be more apparent on the sidelines. Now he's coming out. He's actually speaking about this. But do you think he's fully coaching up to his capabilities, or do you think there's some things that he may not be able to do, uh, kind of like Thad was dealing with at the uh, the end of his tenure, the middle of his tenure here at Ohio State? I think it's a little different with with some you know some comparisons that, yeah. that are fair. Um, you know, Thad's issue had to do more with his legs and being able to move the way he did before and whatnot. Whereas Urban, I do think you know I've heard whistles can affect the headaches and whatnot so he's not whistling as loud or or not using the whistle as much uh things like that obviously if you know he gets one of these headaches we saw what happened in the indiana game um if that happens during a practice he's got to take a second so i do think there is some some impact for sure um i don't know if you can go as far as to say it's as debilitating as it became for that sure urban's obviously still out recruiting just as hard as he was before but I think one of the things that he talked about when he came back from the suspension was kind of letting those coordinators that had done such a good job in his absence kind of take control. And I know Coach Myers, you know, this is his program. He wants to be in control of it all the way. But this may be that time where he has to take that next step back. You know, we saw him when he came to Ohio State kind of relax things a little bit from where he was at Florida and the whole famous pink contract thing. So maybe this is the time when, okay, let Ryan Day have have a bit more control and Greg Schiano and, and these other guys that are obviously proven coaches and coordinators, um, you know, have more control and, and he does become kind of more of a CEO. I know that would be difficult for him, just, just his personality and the way he coaches football. But if he wants to keep doing this and, and the health stuff is limiting him a little bit, which I think it might be, um, then that may be the route to go. While he can still be very involved in, X's and O's, game planning, and, and even out on the field. I don't want to make it sound like he's not out there running around. Yeah. Guys, he certainly is, and, and still very active. It's just when these headaches come in, you, you've seen what it looks like, and to me that doesn't look pleasant. Ohio State beat writer Pat Murphy joining us here on the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Go follow him on Twitter at underscore Pat underscore Murphy. He's from Bucknuts.com. Uh, he does a great job over there, so definitely go check him out. Pat, I wanted to ask you about – I know you said that you expect Urban to be back in – um, for me, I think it's getting a little confusing just because of the health stuff. I could really understand if he needed to walk away because of this stuff was really affecting uh, how he goes about his business. So let's Beam and I talked about this last week where I'm sure you saw some of the Vegas odds on some of the guys that would be um, some candidates to coach Ohio State in 2019. It was surprising that Matt Campbell was ahead of Ryan Day as well as Bob Stoops. Like Of all the guys, if we're playing a hypothetical game here, who would you think would be a really good candidate for the Buckeyes next year if Urban's not the league dog? I do like Matt Campbell a lot. Um, you know, the the question I think with Ryan Day is, despite the three games earlier this season, you know, this would be his head, first head coaching job, and he knew with three game suspension to Coach Meyer that Coach Meyer was coming back, um, and they were just kind of, as he put it a few times, keeping the ship afloat, steering the ship, however you want to put it, uh, while while that was happening. So, I think that would be the question mark with Coach Day. With that said, I think if you want to keep things going in the same direction that they've been these last several years under um, Coach Meyer, Ryan Day's the guy to do it. If you don't want to have to bring in a whole new staff, you want to keep guys like like Mark Santoni, Mickey Marotti, um, you know, the coordinators and assistant. You want to, you want to just keep things kind of moving in the same direction, keep um, consistency with the recruits. Ryan Day steps in. He's obviously proven he can handle the day-to-day stuff. 
Obviously, you'd have to bring in a new quarterback coach and another coordinator, but um, I think that makes sense for continuity's sake. Now, if you're looking to, to go outside of that and you want to bring in a coach with experience, I think Matt Campbell makes a lot of sense. Um, he's a guy with Ohio roots from, from previous stops. He's obviously proven to be a good coach. Um, it would be a big step up for him from Iowa State to to Ohio State, but at least, you know, he's, he's coached in a major Power 5 conference and, and has that experience, um, you know, and, and, and that would be, a, I think, a nice successor. You know, obviously they've gone from, from Trestle minus the Earth Fickle right into Urban, and then, you know, I think you've got to get this next hire right when that comes. And, you know, if that's Matt Campbell, I think that's probably a home run. Yeah, I think we're going to take a quick break here, Pat. Before we do that, I want to let the folks know about Vivid Seats. It's an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person. Uh, Vivid Seats helps fans find their seats to any of their favorite live events, including sports, concerts, theater, and more. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Enter promo code Locked On uh, to receive $20 off $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Again, that promo code was Locked On. We'll take a quick second here, come back, and uh, we'll get Pat's take on this football team and what he expects after the bye week. You are Locked On Buckeyes, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. Pat Murphy joining us from Bucknuts.com, Ohio State beat writer. Pat, you've been over there, you know, at the Woody Hayes. You've been covering this team. What has, um, what's been, you know, the kind of the attitude? What's been the morale over there? Uh, what's that been like? Because we know the last time that we saw Ohio State on the football field, you know, it was a twenty-nine point decimation that they that happened to, uh, to happen to them over in West Lafayette in Purdue. So what's it? What's it been like for the past couple of weeks? What's the uh, what's the attitude? What's the morale been like over there? It's interesting because it hasn't been nearly as down as I thought it might be. And now we didn't get a ton of access over the bye week. Um, just one day with, with Ryan Day and uh, Greg Ciano, one interview session. Um, so we didn't really get a good feel of, of the players and whatnot over that time. But going yesterday um, and going Tuesday, those guys, Wednesday and Tuesday, um, those guys were were pumped up. And I think, you know, having that time to – to go back and reflect on things has given them some perspective. I think they're excited to get back on the field. If you look back at the Purdue game, yes, it's a 29 point loss. Yes, that's acceptable. But you know, if the Buckeyes can convert in the red zone, the handful of times they were down there, that's a whole different game. Yeah. You know, if, if you don't, you know, let that thing start to spiral in the fourth quarter and even keep it close, that loss is not as bad as it looks. And, you know, I think some guys won't be happy with how they played late in that game especially defensively with the missed tackles and whatnot. But the game isn't as bad as it looks, um, you know, from a what-we-need-to-fix perspective. Now, there are the issues that were there before. Scoring in the red zone, like I mentioned, the lack of a running game, and then the big plays, which they've been giving up all season. So those things need to be fixed. But, you know, if you end up losing that game by three, by seven, you know, maybe you look at it and say this isn't as bad of a game as we thought, you know, and there's not as big of a focus. So... I think they're looking at it as, hey, this was a wake-up call. The downside of it is, you know, does this, because you lose by so much, does that hurt your chances at a college football playoff down the road? I think it depends on how you play the rest of the season and what other people do. But I think the mood's been been pleasantly and surprisingly optimistic about things going forward as they they try and get all those issues fixed. Pat, we've seen the last couple opponents where you talk about Minnesota with Tyler Johnson and obviously with mm-hmm. Purdue and Rondell Moore. 
Um, those guys will probably be playing on Sundays for sure in, in the near future. And this week, you've got two guys on the outside with J.D. Spielman and Stanley Morgan Jr., who's been around for a little bit uh, there at Nebraska. Me personally, I am still a bit nervous about the, them giving up big plays this week because of it's just been such a constant in the negative category with those guys um, not being able to, to bottle down some of the elite receivers or really good players in the Big Ten. Is that still – like, do you have a fear that they, that's not fixed um, – during the bye week, because for me personally, I'm not going to go into Saturday thinking that it's automatically fixed because they've got a week off. I agree with you. I think that that is still very much a possibility because of the personnel out there. I think, you know, while these guys are talented, a lot of these guys are still relatively inexperienced. I know you like to say you're halfway through a season, these guys need to grow up and whatnot. But you look at what Ohio State's lost, especially you mentioned those receivers in the secondary these last several years, you know, eventually that was going to catch up with them a little bit. And then you have Damon Arnett getting hurt and missing some time and, and playing banged up even before that. Jeffrey Okuda goes out against Purdue. So I think getting healthy helps. But I do think there's just, you know, there isn't that elite first-round cornerback on this team. Kendall Sheffield's very good. Jeffrey Okuda looks like he might turn into that. I think Damon Arnett does a lot of things well and is a very good leader for the secondary. But, you know, in terms of, of these guys turning the, you know, big plays from, from you know, slant routes or, or whatever it may be. There's just not that shutdown guy, and that makes things a little bit more difficult. Now, I do think that having, you know, the continuity and having the health back will help. I think I've heard a little bit about Sean Wade possibly playing even more at safety, which I think will be good. He's had to make an adjustment there. So I think that'll help. But, you know, when you look around the country at some of the top teams, a lot of them don't have elite defenses, it seems, this year. You know, Clemson's given up big plays, even Alabama at times. Um, you know, and, and you can kind of list some stuff for for a lot of the teams in the top 10 or so. So, you know, while I think that Ohio State certainly needs to get things cleaned up, I think that, you know, this is, this is not a problem limited to just Ohio State. Um, you know, now if you can get that running game going and, and whatnot and your offense is really firing all cylinders, that can kind of make up for defense still trying to figure itself out. But, yeah, I'm a little bit concerned that they'll continue to give up the big plays. I think being healthy will help to some degree. But, uh, yeah, I mean, until we see it consistently for, for a couple weeks at least, I don't think you can safely say, hey, they've, they've fixed the problems on defense. Pat, it wouldn't be a podcast if we had you on here without talking a little bit of soccer. Huge match tonight for the Columbus Crew playoff game yeah. uh, against D.C. United, traveling to, I guess, the house that Wayne Rooney built because he was there before. <laughs> The actual stadium got built, and then he came over, and he's been one of the best players in the Premier League so far. Uh, so give me a quick little preview of uh, what's to come tonight for the Columbus crew and if you think that they can advance in the playoffs. It's interesting. So D.C. is one of the hottest teams in the league coming into the playoffs. I think they have, haven't lost in 10 games going good. into the postseason. Yeah, so that getting Wayne Rooney certainly helped. It doesn't help or it didn't hurt either that they – opened up this new stadium in the middle of the year and played a lot of home games the second half of the season. But, uh, yeah, a good team, and they've, they've gotten a lot better with the addition of Rooney. The crew, meanwhile, kind of stumbled into the playoffs. They were at fourth place in the Eastern Conference for most of the year. It looks like that's where they were going to end up. And then the last three or four weeks just haven't played at the same level that they were most of the season. The good news is it's a veteran group for the crew. Um, these guys played in, in playoffs last year, made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Final and came literally within inches of hosting MLS Cup. So they believe that, you know, while it hasn't shown on the field these last few weeks in terms of results, 
that they are, you know, a, a tried and tested group that can go on the road to DC and, and get a result. I don't know if I'm that optimistic. I think you know, this this group has kind of run its course, um, so to speak, and and there'll be some retooling in the off season. Um, you know, if if I had to guess, I'd say they probably lose tonight. I think DC is just that good. But uh, Greg Berhalter, the head coach, has proven before, especially last year in, in their playoffs run, that they can make some tactical adjustments and things and, and surprise teams. So it should be a fun game tonight, national television, which the crew don't get that often. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what they can put out there. It's going to be heartbreaking, man, that, you know, big Manchester United fans like we are. And to see <laughs> Wayne Rooney stab us in the chest, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be a tough watch, I think, tonight, Pat. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, too, with this team because with all the Save the Crew positive news that's come out in the last few weeks, the sense that I've gotten from a lot of the fans is like, yeah, we'd love this team to make a run, but we're just really happy that our team's going to be here next year. And, you know, if that means losing early in the playoffs, so be it. Pat, it's been, thanks so much for coming on, man. We hope the crew get it done. Look, the Lakers finally got one last night. So it was close. It was close, but they pulled it off. Hey, thanks again. 13-point lead. <laughs> exactly, in the fourth quarter. Hey, thanks again for uh, yeah. hopping on. We'll direct people towards your Twitter, and uh, we appreciate it, man. I'm sure we'll reach out again Absolutely. soon. Thanks, man. Yeah, anytime. All right, see you, man. See you, Pat. Beam, let them know about Sling TV, please. Yeah, Maddie, you don't want to watch the game. You need to watch the game. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels that you never watch that you just want to see your team win? Well, Sling TV is the best way for you to watch college football. For $30 a month, you get ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, Big Ten, and more. Stream it on your big screen and all of your other favorite devices. Sling TV gives the, gives you the live TV that you love, except only better. There are no useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel it at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Lockdown listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to... Why are you laughing All right, let me, let me tell you. Let, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me finish this real quick. Go to slingtv.com slash lockdown slash S-L-I-N-G.com. Uh, so go check out guys from Sling TV out. Listen, man. All right, so I'm looking at this chair... I'm I'm reading it the way that I'm reading it. I'm reading this, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. reading this thing just fine. And like out of the corner of my eye, there's people, you know, walking back sure, and forth sure. the radio station yeah. usually. And I just had this weird thought pop into my head <laughs> that this chair, because you know, it looks like a black ominous figure back here. I just had a weird thought. That like there's gonna be some person just you know how it's Halloween, man. I got this just what? weird thought that there was gonna be somebody just standing over my shoulder, like wielding an axe, getting ready to kill me. And that's I'm trying to read this thing, and I just have a damn chair over here that looks like this <coughs> ominous figure. That's what, that's what well, happened. Well, he let you know about Sling TV. We like oh, to call man. that uh the hunt, the ghost of 97 oh, the fan haunting me right there. We'll be right back in a second. Play some Jordan Fuller, get out of here. This is locked on Buckeyes. Your team every day. So usually it's the mush mouth that gets us. You know, if you're not familiar with radio, it's called mush mouth. You're yeah. talking a lot. You get a lot of saliva going in the mush mouth. jumble will everything. reach out and you just sound like an idiot trying to read stuff. That happens to me all the time. But I didn't know that Man. you were haunted by ghosts. I, was, I got real shook there. And I like I tried to keep my composure. But I just I got the giggles, man. I couldn't. All right, I, I knew it was crazy. As soon as I started thinking about it, I knew it was crazy. Oh, and I, just, I couldn't do anything about it. All right. Here's Jordan Fuller on. Has he noticed any health issues uh, with Urban? Coach's coach. I know he's been dealing with uh, headaches and stuff, but um, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't really noticed a change or, or anything like that. Uh, he loves Ohio State, lo- loves us. And we, we, we can definitely tell that. And, and I don't think... <laughs> 
Is she still laughing about it? No, it's just funny because I, don't I wish I, I wish on. I could get into your mind in that moment and feel what you felt. But, I was freaked out, man. Okay. I was I got totally freaked out by that. I'm but just sorry. going to this, I don't think we would expect Urban to like you know physically no. show anything in front of his team. He's going to try to tough this thing out as much as he can. Um, let's play this one here on you know not trying to prove anything to Ohio State fans. Every Saturday that we play is a test, but uh, but really we're not a, really concerned with. Uh, the outside noise. Uh, we block all that out and just worry about us. And, uh, and yeah, just proving to ourselves. They can't worry about us. They can't right. worry about us. They know what's going on. At least I hope they know what's going on. They haven't been living up uh, to the billing that we had drawn up for them. I thought Jordan Froh has been pretty consistent all year long. Uh, the one guy back there that's been pretty decent. But, no, I mean, I don't expect those guys to hear the outside noise. I'm sure some of these guys check their Twitter mentions from some of the idiot um, Buckeye fans. But, man, B, no, I, I hope they're not listening to anything that's negatively uh, can get to their mind. You know, I don't either. I mean, that's what coaches are for. Coaches are there to motivate. Coaches are there to chastise you. They're there to, uh, you know, really get on you. And that's what that's what they're for, you you know, if you let this, you let, you know, if, it's just like us, Matt. You read everything that everyone says about you, then oh, you can't do it. Done. You can't, you, yeah. and nobody can listen to outside noise. So they've got that thing, you know, they got a great wall up there uh, over at the Woody Hayes facility. Yeah. They've got strong leaders over there. They have a strong bunch. Uh, so, yeah, you cannot focus on the outside noise. And we all know the, we all know the end game for this team, of man. Course, you stay man. healthy. You win out the rest of your the win out the rest of your regular season games yep. and everything. I I truly believe everything is still in play for yes. you. Yes, you you started much lower when you won the championship at 16 sure. in the initial college football playoff ranking. So no, that's it for today. Uh, we're gonna get beam out of the studio because apparently there's ghosts in here spooking my guy. So it's not even ho- <laughs> like we're done with Halloween too. But I got freaked out, man. Oh, I gotta move man. that chair we right gotta now. Gotta go get you some lunch. There's a ton of food out there. Go out there and get active. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow. It'll be a football Friday, man. We'll start honing in on this corn husk. Buckeye matchup at high noon in the shoe for the blackout. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow.